Welcome to Triple Threat with Tay. I'm your host, Taylor Phillips. I'm a Jesus lover, wife, author, business owner, and dog mom. My heart behind this podcast is to have conversations that benefit the whole person, spirit, soul, and body. I believe that God has designed us to thrive in every area of our lives, spiritually, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Each of these conversations is centered around one of those topics, from spiritual growth to mental health to parenting, running a business, and everything in between. I appreciate you joining me today, and if you enjoy an episode, don't forget to leave a review and share with a friend. If you're interested in monthly support to help keep this podcast going, there's an option for that located at the end of every episode. Let's get started. What's the first thing you look at when you wake up in the morning? For most of us, we have a tendency to grab our phones and probably immediately go straight to social media and see the most recent updates that we missed throughout the night. But what if we started our mornings different? What if when we woke up and grabbed our phones, the first thing we saw was scripture that was not only encouraging, but it got our minds focused and beginning to meditate on what God's word says. For the last month, I've been receiving daily text messages with encouraging and thought-provoking scriptures that when I first wake up and grab my phone to turn off the alarm and I see the notification of a text message, I know that what I'm getting ready to put my eyes on will set the tone for the rest of my day. And what I love about receiving these daily morning scriptures is the fact that not only are they encouraging, but they're not just some make-you-feel-good random scripture that's chosen. They are specific to get your mind meditating on the Word of God, and it's something that I reflect back on throughout each day. And here's the thing, my friends at dailytextbible.net have extended a free 30-day trial to receiving encouraging, inspirational, and uplifting scriptures each morning right to their phone. You can visit www.dailytext.net to sign up for the free 30-day trial. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of Triple Threat with Tay, marketing our businesses. It's just, it's a thing. It's a whole thing. And with the social media world, it can be super confusing, frustrating, difficult. And there are so many channels out there. And so I have invited professional Sarah Motes, professional Pinterest-er, Pinterest professional. Pinterest professional Sarah Motes on for today's episode. Sarah, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me on. I guess you could call me a Pinterest pro. There you go. Yeah. yeah. See, that's the thing. It's just, yeah. I, I like that. Pinterest pro. Okay. Pinterest, Pinterest pro. pro, Sarah Motes. Yeah. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, um, I started out actually many years ago before I even knew that you can make money by learning how to market your business on Pinterest. I started out as a website designer. That's my very first job out of college. I was a UX UI website designer 
that translates into user experience, user interface, website design. So that's a super, you know, push up your nerdy glasses type of coding job where I literally studied how people use websites and mobile speed testing and like all these different things. And so I worked in the advertising world for several years and I absolutely loved it. And then my husband said, Hey, let's, um, let's pack up and move to rural Oklahoma where I grew up. And I was like, all right, yeah, okay. And there was no jobs for me there. <laughs> there. There was none. So I thought, well, I've always wanted to start my own business. Heck with it. Why not now? Mm-hmm. So that was four years, three or four years ago, something like that. It was 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. And I did that for a while. It was really fun. And then I had these clients who were like, Sarah, we love our new websites. We love it. But how do we get more people to see our website? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, um, well, that, that would be Pinterest. And they were like, well, we don't know how to do it. Can you just do it for us? And I was like, yeah, sure. And that just sort of grew into this Pinterest management. And then people who were still kind of in the the DIY stage of entrepreneurship were like, can you teach us how to do that? So I started teaching women business owners how to build and grow their businesses by using Pinterest because it is sort of a vague thing. That's exactly what Pinterest is. So that's just a little flying over at 30,000 feet overview of how I am now. I'm, I'm like living this dream life, teaching people how to use Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Well, see, and okay, here's the thing. I know there are some people listening and I, I'm sure being a business owner, those of you listening, if you are a business owner and maybe even if you're not and you're still listening because you're just interested, you might be thinking, wait a second. I thought Pinterest was just like a scroll and waste your time kind of thing where you pin a whole bunch of DIY projects to a board that you're never going to use, or you make another board where a whole bunch of Pinterest fails. Today, we're going to change your mind. Pinterest is probably one of the most underutilized marketing techniques when it comes to your business. Am I wrong? Oh no, you're so right. If you guys are not utilizing Pinterest, um, it, it might seem difficult, but today's conversation is going to help give you some tips and tricks to kind of get started in that direction. So we're going to be talking about what Pinterest is, um, how we can use it, whether or not Pinterest is for you, um, and all the fun stuff around it. So Sarah, let's start into it. What is Pinterest? Like, why is it suddenly gaining more traction in the business industry? So Pinterest is two things. Number one, it is a search engine. Just like Google guys, Pinterest is a visual search engine. Think of Pinterest as sexy Google. (laughs) that is exactly what it is. You type stuff into a search bar, the images come up. It's all visual. The second thing that Pinterest is guys, and this is where the disconnect happens. I think so often with Pinterest, Pinterest is a repurposing platform. Mm. That's all it is guys. So you're going to take everything that you've made everywhere else, Instagram, YouTube, your website, your blog, and you're putting that onto Pinterest. Pinterest mm-hmm. is not a platform like Instagram or Facebook where you're creating original content strictly for that platform. Mm-hmm. It's a repurposing platform. And I think the reason why it 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 kind of seems like it's starting to gain more traction is because I think people are just kind of becoming more aware of it. Mm-hmm. And there's such a huge influx of people 
wanting to start their own businesses. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, 10 years ago, yes, there was, but especially post in this post pandemic world, more and more people are opting to start their own businesses and be in control of their own destinies instead of someone else. So I think that's why Pinterest seems to be gaining more traction. It has kind of been, in my opinion, this treasure trove, so to speak, mm-hmm. of untapped potential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because you you don't know how to use it and it's not the same as Facebook and as you log into Pinterest and you're like, okay, what now? So I think people are starting to figure it out and now it's gaining a lot more traction. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, you think about it, uh, where do you go when you're searching for something? Do you go to Google or do you go to Pinterest first? Yeah, well, I think it depends on like, what I'm searching for. If I want a definitive answer, like what time does Hobby Lobby close? Well, that would be Google. But then if it's like, Hey, I am, I need like a really cool list of, or a little really comprehensive list of like call to actions or something. I normally go to Pinterest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to say for me, I think when I'm wanting, cause I'm you know, there's a lot of people, which is just absolutely no surprise anymore in the social media world that we live in. We're so visual. Um, Mm -hmm. for me, if I'm looking for something that I know, okay, I need a blog post on this. I'm going to look for keywords in the little meta description on Google. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to go to Google. Like if, but if I'm looking for something that's going to catch my eye visually, and I want more of like a layout just right in front of me where side by side are different options for me to look at. I'm going to go to Pinterest and look at it. And so it's just interesting how, you know, it, it's the, like you said, the sexy version of Google, yes. <laughs> which I've yeah. never heard it described that way. And I love it. Um, okay. So in the aspect of using Pinterest for your business, what are a few, um, what are a few ways like that, that encompass almost every business across the board? What are some ways that businesses can utilize Pinterest? I would say, first of all, make sure that you have a business account. So just like with Instagram, there's personal accounts and then there's business accounts. The exact same thing is on Pinterest too. And it's free. Free. Mm-hmm. So get a Pinterest business account first, because that'll give you access to trends and analytics and all that wonderful stuff that you need to make wise decisions Mm -hmm. based on data. Okay. So make sure that you start there. Um, But basically just take what you already have on other platforms and just create pins for it. So what I mean by create pins is like, start basic, like just take your blog post and make a pin based on that content. So just literally take the title of your blog, design it in Canva on a pin, and then upload that to Pinterest using the link to your blog and just start there. Mm-hmm. Like don't, don't get crazy with strategy or anything at this point. Like just start super duper simple because I would rather you post something to Pinterest and dip your toe in the water than get overwhelmed and never start it at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, that's the key to any strategy really Mm -hmm. to start simple, whether you're marketing on Pinterest, whether you're marketing on Facebook, Instagram, anywhere else, start simple. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then you can build it. You know, I've, I'll, I always tell my clients, 
um, who are like, well, I just, I'm not confident in what I know. I'm like, but what you know is what you know and start with, mm-hmm. what you know, until you know more, and then you can do more on what you know. Right. Like, sounded really confusing, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you guys understood that. So you, do you have to have a website in order to utilize Pinterest for your business? Which I know most businesses, if not all businesses need a website, but say somebody is kind of in that middle ground of, I don't yet have a a website for my business. um, Can I still market on Pinterest or can I still utilize Pinterest for my business? You can do that, but it would be better to get a, if you have a website coming down the road, yes. If you plan on like never getting a website ever, 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 well, I, here's the deal. Let's get real. Okay. Here's the deal. Pinterest is really good for the business owner who wants to be in business in five years. This is Pinterest is not a platform for those who are like, well, who changed their mind about what they do for business every three weeks. Like Pinterest, your content is evergreen. Mm-hmm. It's not like Instagram where you can just remove your profile and be done. Sure, you can remove your profile in Pinterest if you end up not wanting to be in business in, in a few years, but other people have already pinned your pins to their accounts and now it's on their accounts. So Pinterest is for the woman who has long-term vision, who knows what they're doing, who wants to be in business in five years. I mean, that's it. I'm not saying you have to post a blog post every single day, but just know that you, you actually are taking your business seriously is what I'm trying to say. So, and typically those who are taking their business seriously have a website because a website is the center of your marketing hub, as you know, um, and, and your entire marketing wheel revolves around it. So can you do Pinterest without a website. Yeah. You could just post your Instagram posts on there. You could, um, create pins that link to your YouTube or something you can, but you're going to have a further impact. If you actually have a website plus Pinterest wants you to claim your website. So you're just going to look more legitimate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with an actual website in place. Right. Well, and by having people go to your website directly, they're going to be to go see all the things that you offer, everything that your business is about. There, you're probably going to have a landing page. They can sign up for your email list. There, you're going to have your emblems, you know, for them to click on your social media to follow you there. And so it is um, one of those things to just absolutely utilize in that. Let's talk about Pinterest for podcasters. Yeah. Podcasters. Okay. Podcasters. Uh, If you are a podcaster and you are listening to this, if you're not utilizing Pinterest, you're missing out on it. I will tell oh, yeah. you, for me personally, just starting simple because I'm like, listen, I am I am sitting on un- untapped potential here. Mm-hmm. My reach has grown by 114%. Okay, 114% just by utilizing idea pins on Pinterest for my podcast. Okay? Stop I'm- it. Stop it. I'm writing that down. That's incredible. Seriously, and that's, that's awesome. Nothing. Okay, guys, let me tell you about this. And I'm not, the, I'm not the professional here, but I will tell you, I'm pretty sure, Sarah, that I watched one of your stories on Instagram about podcasters, fellow podcasters, and utilizing Pinterest for your podcast. And I thought, you know what? It really wouldn't be that difficult to take the exact same thing that I'm creating on Instagram, adding the link to my podcast, 
on it so they can go directly to it and listen. And the little idea pins where people can click through like it's a story, holy smokes, it's that simple. That's it's all that I simple. did. Repurposing platform, yeah. And yeah. if you guys aren't repurposing your content, just FYI, um, that's something that you need to be doing because it will save so much brain space and time. Just saying. Yeah. Anyway, okay, Pinterest for podcasts, let's go. I actually have like five tips specifically for podcasters. I'm going to write. Yeah. Okay. Number one, number one, guys, like I said earlier, set up a Pinterest business account. If you're not sure how to do that, I have a free mini course that you can do that. Um, if you go to moats design, so my last name moatsdesign.com slash Pinterest challenge, all one word. Pinterest challenge. I have a free mini course that walks you through exactly how to set it up and how to upload your first pin. So get on that and start that soon. Number two, you got to plan your keyword strategy and optimize your account. And I feel like 30 of you probably just tuned me out like, oh my gosh, keyword strategy. What does that even mean? But don't worry. So basically keywords guys have everything to do with being on a search engine. If you want to be found on Google, you have to have the right keywords on your website. If you want to be found on Pinterest, you got to be using the right keywords in your blogs or your content that you're posting there. Plus on your pins, the pin titles and the pin descriptions. I review this all in the mini course. So um, once you have your keywords figured out that I teach in that mini course, uh, you're going to optimize your account. So what does optimizing your account mean? Optimizing your podcasting account or your, your Pinterest account for your podcast is going to mean adding it in your profile name, like certain keywords. So if you're a life coach, if you're a photographer, if you are a marketing strategist, those are strong words or, or copywriter, copywriter, you're going to put that in your profile name and your profile description. There's other things involved in that too. Um, but that's the basics of optimizing your account. And a little, little pro tip here, guys, use the keywords in your podcast titles and your show notes. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're doing that as well. So in the mini course, I'll show you how to make your own keyword bank, where you can find keywords and all that. But knowing your keywords is really important because you need to make everything searchable. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's, that's number two. Number three, create boards based on your podcast topics. So once you have your account set up and you've optimized your account, now we're going to move on to creating boards and boards are where you pin things to based on a category. So for example, if you're a life coach, you'll probably make boards that have to do with like time management, productivity tips, personal growth, just make boards based on those keywords. Mm -hmm. Number four, you're going to create pins for your podcast. So um, you can create multiple pins for one URL, one link, one link. So let's say you have your podcast actually on your website um, and you may have typed out the transcript or a blog based on the podcast. So let's say it's like, if I had a podcast, which I don't currently, but I really want to someday, it'd be like Sarah Motes slash podcast slash episode name. So I would take that URL and now I'm going to create four pins for it. 
You can create multiple images for that one URL. So here's some ideas for one podcast episode. You could do a couple of the podcast title, but reword the title. So you'll have podcast title for one pin podcast title, slightly reworded for the next pin. You can do pull quotes from the episode mm -hmm. and design a pin around the quote. You can create the audiogram videos from headliner and use them as idea pins or video pins. If you have access to video pins, you can also obviously kind of like what we're doing here. If you're not watching us, um, we are recording this potentially for YouTube. And so you can recreate pins. If you record your podcast on zoom, mm -hmm. upload that sucker to YouTube and then create pins that go to the YouTube link. So there's all sorts of ways that you can take your one piece of content being your podcast, break it out into multiple pins on to Pinterest. And then if you take your podcast and you're repurposing it across multiple platforms. So this would be like you, you do your, your blog and you write it out as a blog, you put it on Instagram, you create that YouTube video. I feel like there's another place I'm forgetting that you can do stuff, but, um, you can create links for all those places and create pins for all those links. So seriously, you can have a whole bunch of pins mm -hmm. for one podcast episode. Mm -hmm. And you didn't have to create a whole bunch of content for it or come up with a whole bunch no. of work. You're just taking that one 20, 30, 40 minute podcast episode. Right. Right. Yes. So it truly is a repurposing platform and your reach. You can reach so many more people on Pinterest than you can on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't even compare. It just takes a few extra steps to create the pins and then upload them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. Did I miss step number five or tip yeah. number five? Step number five is create a monthly or weekly pinning workflow so that you can be consistent with pinning your new episodes. So if you, let's say you do a podcast a week, you can set aside about an hour a week to do your pins and uploading them. If you're like me, I would much rather do everything at one time of the month. So I'll set aside like four hours to do four weeks worth of pinning content onto Pinterest. So just making sure that you have it scheduled intentionally mm -hmm. in your work week to get your stuff onto Pinterest. Mm -hmm. Keyword, intentionally scheduled keywords, actually intentionally scheduled. Yes. And that is with that is with um, marketing, that's with branding, that's with all mm -hmm. across the board with your business. Um, if you are so caught up in running your business, but you are not focused on branding, marketing, customer service, et cetera, all those things, I'm sorry, but your business is just not going to have structure. It's unfortunate. I feel like, um, you know, that you have to spend that time because your time can be better spent. You know, when you're, when you're just one of those type A personalities of like, okay, I'm running my business. Why do I need to take two hours out of the day to plan a marketing strategy or Pinterest strategy or customer service or anything like that? Because people are the heart of your business. Right. And all of those different avenues are going to help your business flow even more. Mm -hmm. also, if you don't have time for it, um, you can totally outsource, which we'll talk about that at the end of that. But anyway, okay. So that was for podcasters. Let's talk about Pinterest, go back for Pinterest for businesses, et cetera. Are there specific businesses that Pinterest is better for, or is Pinterest something that can be utilized for any business? Right. I would say Pinterest absolutely can be used for any businesses. I specialize in helping service-based businesses 
get on Pinterest specifically. So service-based would be like home organizers, life coaches, accountants, marketing people, website designers, sleep specialists. I mean, those are the service-based businesses. Um, Obviously, boutiques and shops and stuff can totally thrive on Pinterest, but I really focus on the service providers. There's obviously certain industries that will take off faster right on Pinterest, you know, like the home decor, the recipes, anything about babies or kids, of course, is going to just skyrocket much faster than copywriters. You know, it, it just takes a little longer to start gaining traction because you're so much more niche, mm-hmm. but yeah, I have yet to run into a business that could not be on Pinterest. Can you use Pinterest like you would Facebook and Instagram? No, (laughs) no. And I think that's where people get so overwhelmed is they're, they know Instagram and they know Facebook and let me explain why this doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Okay. In your mind's eye, close your eyes and imagine a funnel, the marketing funnel that everyone talks about. And let's divide that up into three sections, a big one on top and a middle section and a little section with a dollar sign in the middle, in, in the, at the bottom. Okay. So at the top, you're going to have the discovery section. So this is going to be platforms like Google, YouTube, Pinterest. These are the discovery places in the middle. There is going to be what's called the nurture section of the funnel. So the nurture is going to be where a lot of us female business owners love to hang because it's community. It's Instagram. It's the Facebook. It's our email list. Like it's just way more get to know you. You kind of see the results of your efforts a little faster because it's community. Mm -hmm. It's talking to people. It's not just in the discovery platform where you're throwing stuff out there being like, hello, here I am. Hello, here I am. Mm A lot of people are stuck playing the nurture game when you need to be breaking into the discovery game. Mm -hmm. That is absolutely vital to growing your business and not being reliant on Facebook and Instagram to make all of your sales. Would you say that, you know, Pinterest, the discovery stage, I mean, is that, is that the modern day yellow pages? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes. And you want to stand out and you want to be one of the first search results because who scrolls down super far on Pinterest to find what they're looking for whenever it comes to something super specific. I'm not talking inspiration. I'm talking about solving someone's problem. Yeah. Not me. I don't keep scrolling on, you know, even on Google, I'm not going to go to page three. Mm -hmm. You're not on the first page, maybe the top of the second page. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to click on you, you know, so that it's important to be on top. Mm-hmm. And I say that because I know that there's um, a lot of people like obviously in a, in a social media information world, we've got a lot of listeners who have been part of social media, but I know there might be some listeners who are kind of just sitting on mm-hmm. internet based marketing, like, mm, I don't really want to break into that because that's too much time. I don't understand it, etc. It's worth it. Um, okay, so speaking of which, is Pinterest worth my time? Why, why should you set aside an hour every week or four hours a month to market, essentially, to, to make my, my business discoverable on Pinterest? Mm-hmm. I think it 
has a lot to do with your goals for your business. If you are wanting to grow, if you're wanting to help more people, if you have something you know will help other people, you need to get that in front of them. There are people out there looking for the problem that you solve. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know it's a really common question, like who's your target audience and stuff. And I understand that's a very important question, but I think the question people need to be answering first is what problem do you solve? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then go find the people who have that problem. Like that's a better way to approach the whole target audience thing. Mm -hmm. And there, I mean, I know that there's people out there looking for what your listeners need. Mm -hmm. They're looking for those answers. And so it's like, you're doing a disservice to them by not shouting it from the discovery top of funnel rooftops saying, Mm -hmm. here I am, choose me. I have something that you need that will help and potentially change your life. Mm -hmm. So if anything, do it for the people who might be looking for you. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit more about the blog or the website. Let's talk a little bit about that. For those who might be a little bit like me, uh, I hate the idea of blogging. Why can't I just use Instagram and turn it into a Pinterest pin, etc.? So first of all, do I have to have a blog in order to use Pinterest? Okay, number one. Number two, if I have to have a blog in order to use Pinterest, what's an easy way to start? And I know repurposing content, but let's, Mm -hmm. let's talk like, let's get even more practical than repurposing content. Okay. So to address the first question, do you have to have a blog? I would say you do not have to have a blog. I think I was on Pinterest before I had a blog, but I did have a website. Mm -hmm. So do have a website. You don't necessarily need a blog yet, but the benefits to having a blog, and I'm not like a blogging specialist, but obviously you're going to have a lot more keywords. Your website will be so much more keyword rich. You're going to be set aside as the expert in your niche. If you can provide information that people are looking for, it just really levels up your business whenever, and, and provides you with so much more credibility. Whenever you have a blog that people can read, it's in your voice. You own the platform, not Mark Zuckerberg, and you're in charge of it. Mm -hmm. It's more of a, control freak issue, but it's necessary because this is your business. You need to own it. You need to own your marketing, mm-hmm. not Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why you should have a blog. What was the second question? So what's an easy way to get into blogging? Because I think a common misconception about blogging is people are thinking long form content. I mm-hmm. mean, 1500 to 2000 words. Right. Which right, right. Always in, okay. Side note, really, just an FYI from from two marketing esque people to the listeners. Well, I mean, one because I'm essentially speaking for Sarah on this. Everybody's going to have their own opinion on what the right thing to do is to show up on Pinterest, your website, mm-hmm. blogging, social media, etc. What it boils down to is your business and your audience. Okay, mm-hmm. your audience might not like 2000 words, but the expert's going to say, because you're an XYZ business, you need to have a 2000 word blog. Um, what is blogging in essence? And do you necessarily have to have 1500 to 2000 words for it to be considered a quote unquote blog? Right. I would say you don't necessarily need that many words for a blog. What I have found that works well with my clients who normally are starting from scratch, like most of them haven't had a blog before, or maybe they have and they're revamping it, is it seems to do well to look at the keyword bank. Mm -hmm. So go through that mini course, get your keywords laid out, 
and then go back to what is the most basic thing your audience is searching for. Not necessarily the problem that you solve, but step back even further. Let me give you an example. So I am a Pinterest strategist. That's what I, people are not looking for Pinterest strategy for small businesses. Mm -hmm. People are looking for how to use Pinterest. They're starting way back there. Mm -hmm. So you as the expert need to meet them way back there at the very beginning of their search. Mm -hmm. So think from, or interview even better. If you have past clients, pay them to get on a couple calls with you 20 minutes long and just really dig deep into what they were looking for first before they found you, if they can remember. So start there. Like if you're going to have, if you're going to start a blog or you know that like, oh, I'm not getting very many hits on my blogs, start there. Make sure your content is good. Content is, content is king. You can have the best strategy, but if your content's lame, it's not going to go anywhere. So start there. So I would start with how to blank. That's normally something that people are typically searching for first. Write a decent size blog post on that. That goes into detail that establishes you as the expert. And that provides so much help to them that they want to follow you mm-hmm. on social media or get on that email list and snag that freebie. That's where you want to start. And then from there, I've done lots of very short blog posts. I also don't enjoy writing content <laughs> for my blog or my email list. I don't love writing, but my friend, Jessica Jordana, she says, published is better than perfect. Sarah published is better than perfect. I'm like, okay. I'm just going to get it done. And Mm -hmm. I think that's just kind of what you have to do Mm -hmm. um, is just get it done, get your blogs out there to establish yourself as an expert in your niche. And that's where I would start, start at the very beginning of their search. Mm -hmm. We are so inundated with so much, much information. And I know this has been said a lot, just jokingly, I've seen it where, you know, people will go to Pinterest and they'll find a recipe they really want to use. And they have to scroll through all all the information to get the bottom of the recipe. Think about that. And when you're blogging, okay, it is easier and much better to get straight to the point of what you're wanting to say with rich keywords than it is Mm -hmm. to just try and build this whole thing where you're like, okay, well, I have to do this. And so if you can get to the point quickly and make it clear for your audience, that's, that's just that simple. Take the Instagram post, the Facebook post and make it a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Publish it, boom, put it on your website and problem solved. I've taken emails that I've written to Mm -hmm. my email list Mm -hmm. and copy paste. It was longer, but not terribly long. And then I created that as a blog post. Like it just had that much value in it. I thought, well, I might as well keep this up there forever. Let's make it a blog post, create some pins, done. That's okay. So let's talk about repurposing content because yes. Pinterest can cover so much ground when uh-huh, it comes to uh-huh. repurposing content that I feel like we just need to talk about repurposing content. So yes. what is repurposing content and what are three ways that you can repurpose your blog post from Pinterest to social media? I have a very in-depth Pinterest course that goes way more in-depth into repurposing your content. It has a checklist. I show you how to do it and everything. Um, If you want to get on the wait list for that, it's motesdesign.com slash course. I'll put that in the show notes for you guys. Yeah, it is. 
It is a super in-depth, comprehensive take your content from idea through creation to getting it on Pinterest, Pinterest strategy, all of it. You're just going to start with an idea. Like that's all you're going to do is number one, start with an idea. And then you're going to repurpose it across so many different different places. So first you're going to publish it as a blog post to your website. Like I said, the website is the center hub of your marketing. If you don't have a website, get one last week. If you're in business, you need a website, your own website that you own. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to repurpose the content across all the platforms. So Instagram posts, Instagram live, Facebook posts, Facebook live, email list, YouTube video, post a YouTube video to IGTV, create a podcast episode out of it. Then you're going to take all of those links. I don't think you can do, don't, don't do the Facebook links that doesn't go onto Pinterest, but everything else, take those links and create pins for it onto Pinterest, create one to three pins for each one. And then you're going to schedule it out onto Pinterest using something called tailwind, but we won't go into tailwind here, but basically it's a, it's a scheduler for your pins. So that's how you can take one idea, make it into a blog post and then break it out across all the platforms. Because guys, we don't have time to be coming up with different ideas for every single platform, every single week. And your followers aren't going to notice because not everyone sees everything all the time. I think sometimes people think, oh, I'm oversharing about my business. I'm oversharing about my book. I'm oversharing about my product. You're not. Hello, algorithm. Chances of people you're the closest, even your friends on Facebook. Okay. Guys, how many times have you gotten on Facebook? It might be five hours. Okay. That you've seen, or you've even been on, on Facebook, which as I'm thinking about that, I'm like, man, that's really not a long, long time. But for some people, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, how many times have you gone back and you've seen things from three days before? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's the thing is like, you are not over posting about your content. Um, I once heard that by the time you're starting to get tired of sharing your content, posting about your product, posting about your business, people are just now starting to see it. Right. And that idea is just starting to gain traction. Mm-hmm. I've had uh, clients who um, have people tell them, well, all I see is stuff about your business. Guess what? Your marketing is working. That's mm-hmm. how it's supposed to be is people are supposed to be seeing your content. Okay. So where is an area that listeners can start today in using Pinterest. So maybe we've got listeners who have a blog post and they're like, Hey, I can totally share that blog post on Pinterest. Where can they start today? Literally make a pin, (laughs) just make a pin. If you don't even have that Pinterest business account set up, like I mentioned, get that, get that free mini course. It's packed with value. It'll help you make your first pin. It'll help you get those keywords in order. It'll help you set up that account mostdesign.com slash Pinterest challenge, all one word. Uh, But that, I mean, just start there. Just make one pin because once you understand how to make one pin, it's like, oh, okay, it's not that bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just not as user-friendly and stuff as Instagram or Facebook. Mm. Not as direct anyway. So would you say do an idea pin or just a static pin? I would just start with a static pin too. Yeah. Let's start with just a static. Static means still, like just a still image. Just make a normal static pin because idea pins are a little bit different. You can't do links with idea pins. It's more like a Instagram story that people can save for forever. Basically, I go over a lot more what that is in the course. I have a YouTube video up about it too. If you search YouTube for like Sarah Motes, 
idea pins or something. I'm sure it'll come up that go, it, it's like a 30 minute video that goes into way more depth about idea pins, but, um, yeah, just start with a static pin. Having Sarah on today is not only helping me be like, oh, I did not know that I'm using Pinterest strong, but it's probably making you think the same thing, which is okay. Because guess what? Sarah has helped you in this episode. Yeah, I hope so. I, I think it has. I, I truly believe that it does. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about your Pinterest course because I know you've got the free mini course, which is mm -hmm. remind the audience again, what the free mini course is for. Like what does it cover? The free mini, mini course covers how to set up your Pinterest business account, how to create your keyword bank and create your first pin. I also cover how to create your first board, optimizing your account, like all the basics that you need to get started. What is the Pinterest course that you're currently offering? So the Pinterest course that I recently created was created for the scrappy DIY entrepreneur or the VA who wants to learn Pinterest so that they can help more people with their Pinterest. It's called pinning for the profitable service provider. Ooh. So this is specifically targeted towards service providers that would range anywhere from, you know, sleep experts. I've had clients that are copywriters, homemakers, like, like home organizers and people like that. So if you have a service-based business, this is the perfect Pinterest course for you. So it's a really good mix of Pinterest skills plus strategy. So it's not just a course filled with how to do this, how to do this, and then how to do this. There's also entire modules based on strategy so you know exactly how to pair your skill with the strategy. Mm -hmm. So this is a great course if you want to learn how to grow your email list, if you want to learn how to get more traffic to your website, how to reach more dream clients. On autopilot, guys, Pinterest is a place that will do the work for you because your pins are evergreen. Like they can always be getting shared. It's not going to go away. Like your Instagram post from two weeks ago that no, no one's going to ever get traction on again. Pinterest works totally different. Pinterest changed my maternity leave completely. It, I got more email subscribers during my maternity leave because of Pinterest than I had in my entire year of working sure. completely different. So we, we cover a lot of stuff, um, having to do with the basics, like the groundwork, uh, Pinterest requires a different mindset. It's more of a crock pot than a microwave. It takes a while to gain traction, to start seeing some ROI on your results. Um, we talk about keywords, account optimization, Google analytics. There's an entire module dedicated to Google analytics and Pinterest analytics. There's also a bonus in this course that goes really in depth into Google analytics, because I know that's something that people log into and then they leave. Because who understands Google Analytics? Right, nobody. It, it can be an intimidating place for sure. Tons of content tips, blog optimization. Okay, SEO optimization for your website. That's included in this course too. Like it's just so much stuff and it all works together to boost your business using Pinterest. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so where can they find information about that course? And are there any prerequisites or anything that they have to do beforehand? So the prereq prerequisites for the course, there's only three. Number one, you have to have a Pinterest business account. Number two, 
you have to have your own website. Number three, you have to have Google Analytics installed already on your website. You don't need to know how to use Google Analytics or how to find info. It just needs to be installed on there. Where can they find the course? Oh yeah, moatsdesign.com slash course. Easy, 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 super easy. The doors are currently closed. They will be opening up again in January. Awesome. Because all of you all who sign up for the course are put into our private Facebook group for that cohort. And we work through things together. That's where you can ask questions, get extra support. I go live in there occasionally just to kind of get a feel for how you all are doing, provide some accountability because I do not want this to be a course that you quit halfway through. Mm -hmm. I want you to finish this thing. So it's a six month long Facebook group membership that comes with this course just for extra support and accountability too. Awesome. 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 Okay. So in that influx of information, you guys (laughs) just got from Sarah, first of all, thank you so much for coming on and sharing. Um, just literally guys, this is, this is like a free tip free tips from Sarah. Um, and you guys have given, been given like a lot of starting points, things to think about, but Sarah, in all the information that we covered, is there anything that you feel like my audience needs to know, um, when it comes to Pinterest? I would say to not like, yes, you're probably going to be intimidated by Pinterest, but I really just want you to start. Mm-hmm. Like, please don't feel like you need to know everything about it to create a pin. Just go in there, go up to the top where it says create, create a pin and get it done. Mm-hmm. Go into Canva. I don't care. Use a pin template. It doesn't have to be like custom. Just get started. That's the hardest part. And guide culture, Macy McNeely, she says, once begun is half done. Mm-hmm. And that is so true. Mm-hmm. It is true. It is very true. Um, it's all, it's all part of discipline too. Um, and I think one of the most important things that you mentioned is if you're wanting to grow your business, this is another, this is another way to do just that. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's just, it's one of those things, like you're going to just have to take the step and you're going to have to try it. Um, and is, is there a time frame? Because I know there might be some skeptics of, you know, business owners, Mm -hmm. everybody's all about like, okay. Is this going to be quick ROI? Is this going to, am I going to see the results immediately? What would your answer to that be? No, you will not see results immediately. It, it is not that this is a crock pot. So it takes, and and it, it takes a long time for your content to index on Pinterest and Google, by the way, your pins, if you name them right, can show up on Google search results tip there, but it just takes a long time for things to get shared far enough out into the interwebs in this search engine world that we're living in. Mm. So I would say like, give it a serious four to six months. Mm. It takes time. Mm-hmm. And time matters guys. It really is okay to, for things to just build over time. Mm-hmm. You need, you yeah. need, you need the quick return and you need the long steady built over time return as right. well. Right. So one of my clients, she started out with like 60 to 70 website visitors per month. Mm-hmm. Like it was really low. And then this is year. Oh, it was three years ago this month that we started 
using Pinterest and she has over 10,000 visitors to her website, to her blog per month now, Mm -hmm. because we started that three years ago. Mm -hmm. So the results pay off later down the road. You put in the work now, you can reap the results later. Mm -hmm. Long-term vision. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Sarah, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, and yeah, just sharing your, your wisdom when it comes to Pinterest, uh, where can people connect with you if they want to follow along, get more, um, insight, all the fun stuff. Well, thank you so much for having me on here. I really enjoyed just this podcast interview and sharing information with all you guys. Um, I just want you to be encouraged that, um, don't be intimidated. Just, just try it. Just jump in and try it. Grab that free course and just give it a shot. So I am on Instagram. I love Instagram. I also love my email list. So if you are more of an email list person, if you go down to the, the very bottom of my website, you can sign up for the email list there, unless you join the challenge of the, the free mini course and you'll be added to my email list then. But if you are more of an Instagram person, please come hang. I love Instagram. You can find me at sarah.motes. There is no H in Sarah. I am a, for those of you who know 80s rock, I am a Fleetwood Mac Sarah song. The song Sarah by Fleetwood Mac, that is what I'm named after, not Sarah of the Bible. Um, And my last name is Motes, sarah.motes. All right. And as your, I know you've probably mentioned, or you've mentioned your website numerous times, but one more time, all in one place. My website is motesdesign.com. Awesome. Yep. And I'll put all of that in the show notes for you guys. Um, that way you can just go to the link, click it, take you directly to her website, um, the, the free mini course and her Pinterest course that will be opening up in January. So um, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please share it with a fellow business friend. friend. Please share. That's my Oklahoma coming up. Please share it with a fellow business friend. Uh, Don't forget to leave a review and go follow Sarah.